0: It's my very great pleasure this morning um, to welcome one of our own, to welcome Teresa, to bring the word of God to this morning. So why don't you stand and welcome her? Good morning. (laughs) Somebody was encouraging me this morning when I was, that I was going to share, I said at least hopefully I'll be a little bit funny, so you know, that's always... (laughs) Takes a little bit of the pressure off, but bless you guys. It's always an honor to, to get to share. Um, I love that Kim shared the last couple of weeks when Kim shared, I, I was ummin and, and, and if I should preach because I've got a lot going on in my life, but I was like, oh, I love her topic, and hopefully I can um, kind of add on to it a little bit probably you'll be like, how did that add on? But, you know, (laughs) and so let's just pray. Lord, I just thank you this morning. I thank you that your presence is here. (sighs) Lord, you know, we need you to come. We need you to come. Um, I was listening to this song in the car, that you come, that you respond to us. And my heart just was like, thank goodness you respond to us. And so, Lord, I thank you this morning that that your anointing breaks heavy yokes, your anointing and your presence, it changes things. A moment with Jesus can change everything. And so, Lord, we thank you that you will come because you love us, that you will will respond because that's who you are. <laughs> You are not like us, thank goodness. You always know how to respond well. <laughs> you always know what we need. You're always kind and you're always gentle and you're always willing. I love that when they would ask if he was willing in the, in the Gospels, he was always like, yes, I am willing. <laughs> and so we remind ourselves of your nature, Lord, that is so other than us, so other than the world, and so, Lord, we just start to let our souls settle down. <laughs> let our minds start to come into that place where we're, we're in tune to hear you. Lord, that, um, that you would anoint my words because we need it. We need you. We need your truth and we need your life. <laughs> <sighs> My uh, message today is titled, when life is a circus, don't be a monkey, be a ringmaster. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know about you, but my life feels like it has been a circus the last couple of years. Like, I'm like, what is going on, you know? Um, And and there is a lot of monkey behavior that seems to happen. And um, I'm sure some of you can relate. Hopefully, um, some days, I'd like to say I'm not a monkey, but sometimes I'm the monkey in the the part of the circus. But most of the times, I'm trying to take a hold of myself. And so my key verse for today is from Ephesians 3.16. I pray from His glorious unlimited resources. He will empower you with inner strength through His Spirit. (laughs) Let me say that again. I pray from His glorious unlimited resources. He will empower you with inner strength through his Spirit. This has become my, especially over the last month or something, I just say this verse often throughout the day. I'll be like, Jesus, I need some resources from heaven right now, you know, sometimes just to hold me in check. You know, I just love it. I'll say it. Sometimes I'd like to say I'm saying it spiritually, but sometimes it's just like, from your glorious, unlimited resources. (laughs) You know, I gain inner strength, Jesus. You know, and um, I was I came home from work this week, and I I knew I was preparing my message, and um, I have this this devotional book that I, I, I bought because I was like, I need some joy in my life. You know, sometimes we buy books that we're like, we're agreeing with. Like, yeah, it's encouraging. Other times you're like, Jesus, I need some more joy. Um, so let's try reading this. And Joyce Meyer is awesome. And as I, after work, I stopped and I was like, I'm going to read one of these before I go inside because I, I need, I need a little bit of settling. And she actually, I had to, you know how you almost laugh that her key verse for this devotion was my verse, So she says that, it's a different version here. It says, I pray that out of your glorious riches, he may dwell, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. So that's Ephesians 3.16. And Joyce I love because she's probably one of the most influential Christians in my life in what she's preached. She's all about the practical. She's all about hold yourself together and behave right. Yeah, (laughs) you know, pretty much. And um, she she said a couple of things about this verse that I think she says better than I do. So from here in her book, it says, we need strength and spiritual energy in all areas of our life. Yet the specific type of strength for which Paul prays is definitely the most important. Strength in your inner self. (laughs) When we speak of the inner self, We're referring to our inner being, which encompasses our thoughts, emotions, will, and conscience. Inner strength carries us through life difficulties and challenges while allowing us to remain joyful. Remain joyful. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah? Or have, you know, and joyful is different than feeling happy all the time. It's an inner knowing that God is with us. It's an inner, like some days I don't, like I'm like, oh, I don't feel happy about all of this but I know that there's a joy. There's, there's, a, there's something else. There's something more. And we, we lean back into that. Yeah? <laughs> we often pray for physical strength to be able to carry on with a project that has left us tired and fatigued or get through a stressful situation. This is certainly appropriate and good, but strength in the inner self is even more valuable than natural energy and perseverance. When we are strong inwardly, the strength often manifests or shows up as we d- and determines that we carry through with victory in spite of many hardships. And I love that. Like, life can be a circus. <laughs> And we've got this stuff, and then but there's something about the Lord wants to put that strength. That's why I love this verse. I found this when I was a missionary in the Philippines. I came across this verse when I, and you know, you find something, you go, I'm gonna live in this verse. Like I need this verse. It's it has to be life. And so you're gonna hope probably hear me quote this quite a few times today because I need if you walk away with that one verse, I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, and you know. I feel like when we take a verse and we we get it down in our soul and we keep on quoting it, like Joyce says she quotes this verse several times a day. And I'm like, I get it. You know, she's got a lot going on. And I I feel like that's part of the fourth dimension that Kim was talking about, where we start to step into something that is spiritual. And we're starting to try to take that authority. We're starting to try to move into. And, you know, sometimes it's, sometimes it, I've had seasons or different times where I feel it. And then there's times like I am just declaring it and that it will be established even if I don't feel it right now. Because actually that's faith. Is <laughs> to declare something till it starts to become established. To take the authority over it and keep on declaring it till we see it in the reality. You know, and I've seen that God be faithful with that in the past, yeah um a good example and I'll, I'll somebody that's like that is that you know David in the Bible, David was good reminding himself of how God had been faithful in the past, you know that I know for me this different times i'll I'll almost give myself a little bit of pep talk like i'm um, at work i'll I'll be there, and everything's kind of going chaotic and weird, and I'll be like. Oh, Jesus, remember we got through the situation that where that person had this terrible situation and, and we had to help them with that. We got through that. Okay, this is small in comparison. And I, I almost, you know, like, we dealt with that. You know, I've dealt with people that have just been raped or really traumatic situations and, and had to speak and, and try to bring peace and calm and help to order things. Children that have had abuse, I've had to deal with things. Life and death situations, People that have had their whole houses destroyed because of, you know, cyclones or whatever. Those are life, you know, and I go, and this is just coffee. I work in a cafe at the current, like, this is coffee and food. In comparison, this is not as big. This is not as life important. Bring it down. And David did this. Um, He reminded himself almost of his strength or who God is. Um, in the Bible. And so in 1 Samuel 17, 34 to 37, it says, But David persisted. And he's talking about um, coming against Goliath in this verse, okay? I have been taking care of my father's sheep and goats. And he said, When I saw a lion or a bear come to steal a lamb from the flock, I would go after it with a club and rescue the lamb from its mouth. If the animal turned on me, I'd catch it by the jaw and club it to death. I have done this both to lions and bears, and I'll do it to this pagan Philistine, <laughs> to this pagan Philistine too. For he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from this Philistine, you know. <laughs> and so he's reminding, you know, the truth is we know the story that David won against Goliath. You know, but to be honest, you know, David's circumstances, when he he's going to go fight Goliath, look terrible, You know, like, he was, he wasn't a fighter at that time. He was a shepherd that sung to sheep. (laughs) You know, like, he he had no, he, that's what he'd been doing, or playing a harp. You know, it says that he was a tiny man, or he was a youth. So he didn't have the stature, you know. Um, He seemed a bit crazy to believe he could do this. You know, he was talking, the people he was talking to were seasoned warriors and an army that wouldn't come against Goliath. Like, and, and he's walking around going like this, you know, like, you know, the truth is there's, there's news we'll have here on the news. Like the people that jump into the lion's den at the zoo, or I think somebody went into the hippos one recently. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I do not think of those people being full of faith. I think of them being a bit mentally unsound. Let's be honest, you know, like I didn't think, oh, what a, what a sane person that jumped in the hippo thing. I thought, and, and if they said, the Lord told me, I thought, another red flag, whoop, you know. <laughs> and so you've got David saying these things that everybody else is like, what, you know, like, you, you're a bit crazy. And yet he was, but he was a good crazy We find that out later, okay? (laughs) At the time, he looked crazy, but he was a good crazy. He was a a spiritual, faith-filled crazy. And we all do need that at times. I I know that sometimes I've had to be like, people will be like, you're not going to go do that. And you're like, when I said I was going to the mission field, my family thought I was a little bit crazy. But I knew it was God. When we know it's God. But one of the things about that the spirit-filled crazy is you're very balanced in other ways. Yeah, people know you, you've been reliable, you're, you've got other things that are in balance, okay? So that's that's a good sign. Like when it's spiritual and stuff, everything else looks in line except for that one thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> you know, David was that good crazy, but He had a, but he had the secret of strengthening himself in the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. He had some incredibly difficult situations. If you read about David... My gosh. And and literally, he could have died on numerous occasions if he had not done this. A good example is in Samuel 36. It said, David was now in great danger because all of his men were very bitter about losing their sons and daughters. And they began to talk about stoning him. But David found strength in the Lord his God. (laughs) You know, in that story, I don't know if you know it, pretty much they were away trying to fight a war, helping assist fight a war, all their children and wives and stuff are stolen. They come back, they find this has happened, and all his men said, we're going to kill you pretty much now, we think that's a good idea, it's your fault David. And David stopped, and he, he actually said, let's bring the holy man, let's, um, you know, let's pray and ask God, and then they went after them, they got them, but he, if he didn't stop and strengthen himself in a very stressful situation, um, in a very distressing situation, his children and wife was gone too. He, you know, and, and, and he had this on numerous occasions. There was something um, that he stopped. You know, my life is not as adventurous as David. I don't, I don't want that adventure. Um, it's a little bit much. Um, my, my position, and possibly most of yours, is not as grand. I know in my life I felt like I've been dying, or stuff is like, oh my gosh, why? You know, and this this necessity to strengthen ourselves in the Lord. You know, again, you know, I pray from his glorious, unlimited resources that you would have mighty inner strength from his spirit. You know, I don't know what David prayed, but that's been my prayer. <laughs> And and maybe you guys have different ones that you pray. And if you don't, take this verse, apply it, learn it. And, and, and you know, it'll it'll strengthen you. There's a saying, I don't know if you've guys heard it, it says, not my circus, not my monkeys. <laughs> and you know, there there are situations that are true, like um, you know, butting into other people's business. Getting caught, you know, caught up in drama, getting yourself worked up about stuff that we shouldn't. That's that's what that saying is about. Um, a good example might be watching the news and letting your emotions get get mad and wild about stuff that's happening around the world. The truth is, the news isn't good news. <laughs> it's a, a snippet, but it's actually not God's opinion. You know, and I'd say don't watch it. If you just get mad and upset when you watch the news, don't watch it. Not, not because it's not important to be informed. It is. But if it is triggering your emotions so much that you're not dealing well, that's not helpful. We need to, we need to get the right view because sometimes I try to limit some stuff that doesn't help me. <laughs> I, I don't actually like watching things like true crime or stuff like that because it doesn't lean towards the, the goodness in people's nature. I, my mom will try to tell me, oh, I saw this and this person did this and this. And I'm like, I don't want to hear it because I want to believe the best. My my choice is yes. I know people do bad things, but actually, I believe God's got. There's good, and there's actually wants to pull the best out of people. And so, I try not to feed myself too much of that because it doesn't actually help my opinion of people. <laughs> yeah, and so, but then, what if it is your circus and it is your monkeys? Like there's times that people I've heard people say that, and it's like actually this is my circus this is my family, you know. (laughs) These are my monkeys, you know. Like, I'm a part of this, you know. And I do, I find myself at home. My mom, I've been looking after my mom for the last few years. And my brother moved in recently, or now, not recently, about a year and a half ago. Um, He's got anger issues and a lot of other issues. And this is my circus. And I'm sure you guys have it as well because we're not called to run away from everything. We're not. We're actually called to be, to, to, to be, like, stick and be responsible and, 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 and to establish. Um, there are different seasons that are easier and lighter, and I would love to run away some days, but <laughs> I won't. <laughs> you, know. <sighs> you know, I don't, I have, to, and I, same for us, we don't get to choose to be a monkey within it. Like, that's actually something God does. He doesn't allow, he doesn't give us permission. Not that there's not grace when we fail when we have moments, when we, you know, I need grace each day, because there's times definitely where I'm like, whew, you know, something's going on and I didn't respond. The beautiful fruit of the Spirit did not come out of me. <laughs> that was not a very patient response, you know, that was, was not joyful at all, you know. And so there's grace. Please know I'm not judging you. <laughs> I, I, I'm very real and I, I will admit my own faults. But there is this thing where we need to take the truth. We need to Actually, I'm called to being a ringmaster. I'm called to hold, like I know in my workplace at the moment, the one thing that I keep on trying to bring is peace, which means when I come in, I'm not creating more of the chaos. (laughs) I'm actually trying to bring some problem solving and I'm trying to bring the emotions down. That is one of the first things I try to do because people do not work well when they're super stressed. (laughs) <laughs> they do not do things well. None of us do things really well when we're just emotionally super stressed. And so that, that's the first thing I try to do as I'm trying to manage stuff is just to bring emotions down. Yeah? its It doesn't feel like a lot some days, but it I know that that is the kingdom of God is actually trying to bring peace. You know, with monkeys um, in... in In the Bible or in um, Christian art, there's no real positive um, parts of them. They don't don't kind of, they generally like in Christian art or iconology, I think it's called, monkeys represent basic instincts such as lust, greed, and malice. Um, They can even represent the devil. So I did art history at school. And so if a monkey was in the picture of a, like a, a biblical picture, (laughs) <laughs> Not a good connotation, <laughs> you know. In the biblical terms, they often represent stupidity, misbehavior, and a warning against frivolous conduct. You know, and you know, like I don't say this as a, oh, you know, but you know, we we often think it's playful or monkeys are uh, fun. You know, in nature, in Asia, I, I've had a little bit more um, encounters with monkeys. You know, New Zealand no monkeys, just at the zoo. But um, they can be very cheeky, very naughty, very, I remember being at a zoo and they hid and they would jump up and frighten people as they walked past. It was so funny. It was like they giggled afterwards and it was kind of amusing, but I thought, oh, if you're not in that cage, this could be scary. (laughs) I had a friend who went to Thailand and um, in the temples there, they often have a lot of monkeys just roaming free, a lot of Asia, um, Singapore Zoo has monkeys roaming free and stuff and um, my friend said they were there and all of a sudden these people, these two people started to run and they were running past them. And, and, and they looked terrified and they said, they take what they want. They take what they want. And they were talking about the monkeys. They had stolen their, like, their sunglasses and they had taken other things like they come and they rob. People, uh, you know, um, sometimes they have owners that make them do it, but other times they just, they just find it fun they find it fun to take the the food or whatever you have and you know um, i really thought that reminds me of the enemy he takes he want to takes he wants to take what he wants you know he he wants to steal i think first and foremost our peace yeah. you know that the, the monkey behavior steals our peace the You know, I know we had Chris Chris Gore here. Oh, now it's quite a couple of months ago. Not when he preached, he just here, but he had a a night. And I remember he prayed. He prayed for me or he prayed for it. And I remember going home. And the next morning, I woke up and my mind was very peaceful. And I so felt the difference because I hadn't been waking up with a peaceful mind. My brain had started to click into the day and trying to problem solve. And I was like, and I just remember that morning being like, this feels... So good. This feels like it should. When peace is there, if we feel like we should. And so, you know, again, we want to claim it from his glorious unlimited resources that we can have that inner strength. And I believe peace. And Jesus is the Prince of Peace. That's actually one of his titles. And if that's one of his titles, it means he wants to give it to us. I believe being a ringmaster, you know, we talk about, you know, life can be a circus, but we don't want to be a monkey, we want to be a ringmaster, is about taking authority. Um, you know, and also applying our character. You know, there's both of those things. There's the spiritual aspect and then there's the fruits of the spirit where we have to apply I would love if you could just bless people with patience. I would get so much prayer. If you could just pray patience over me and I could just receive it, it would be wonderful. But that's actually a fruit of the Spirit, which means you have to develop it. Same with love, peace, patience, joy, kindness, and self-control or self-discipline. You have to learn them. You have to grow them. They're different. <laughs> yeah? Then, but spiritual authority has been given. It's actually when it's one of the first things that, you know, when God gives dominion to Adam, it's spiritual authority. And so, you know, last week when we were in worship, actually, I had a real sense um, of of the importance of taking our authority and applying it. And it, it, I didn't feel like it was quite right for me to give it last week. I did know I was going to get to share. And so uh, I thought, oh, okay, I'll get to share it today. <laughs> and, I, you know, There's something about, too, when we do it corporately, as we do it as a church. Like my personal authority, that's great. But when we, there's a multiplication when we're together. There's something, you know, even the Bible says a a, a triple braided cord is not easily broken. So three people that are connected in the Spirit and and with God is not easily broken. So if we have more of us, it's multiplied. And so we've been given this authority as, as believers we do need to step into it and receive the truth of it. You know, we live in a world that is messy, but we're not meant to be of this world. There's a kingdom we're a part of, and it has authority. And so what I'd like to do is I'm going I'm to do a little bit of activation during this, and I'm, I'm going to get us to pray something. I'm going to read it first, and then I'm going to get us to pray it together. Okay? So that you're not like, what are you getting me to say? Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so... In a moment, after I read this, I'm going to get us to stand and we're going to pray it together. Because I feel like I know I need the corporate authority. I need the empowerment that comes from the body of Christ as well. That I gain strength from each other. Yeah? And so what we're going to do is we're going to pray. I take my God-given authority today in Jesus' name. I rebuke the enemy and submit to God's lordship and leadership afresh. I repent of my immaturity and any sinful behavioral thoughts, and I receive forgiveness, (laughs) grace, and empowerment for for His authority in my life. Okay? So let's stand, and we're going to pray this together. So I'm going to say it, and then you'll say the line. Because I believe there's power when we declare something ourselves. Yeah? There's authority when we take it, like... You know, I, I, I pray with people a lot. I know when they pray it, when they take it, when they apply it, it's much more powerful. Yep. Okay. Ready? So I take my God-given authority today. In Jesus' name. I rebuke the enemy. <laughs> I submit to God's lordship. And leadership afresh. I repent of any immaturity or any sinful behavior or thoughts and I receive forgiveness, grace, and empowerment for this authority in my life. Okay, put up your hands. I'm just going to pray for you. Jesus, I just thank you that I agree as we declare it, it shall be established. We take our authority right now. Lord, as we break off the things that we don't need, (laughs) that's not who we are right now, I I thank you for power. (laughs) I thank you for grace. I thank you for clarity. I thank you for those situations where they've been struggling, Lord, where I've been struggling, that you are just going to cut through. (laughs) We sing that today. We cut through like a, like a fire. And I just thank you that you'd burn up the rubbish, the lies, Lord. And I just thank you, Lord, for that empowerment. Lord, we are <laughs> we are sitting in heavenly places with you, it says in the Word, that our minds should be clear and have the ability to see things as you do. Lord Jesus, I thank you for strength to their physical bodies. I release healing. I release the the empowerment, Lord, that they would have that confident assurance. I love it when I have that confident assurance in the Lord. And I know it. I feel that. Oh, I feel, yeah, we got this. And I just release that. We pray that. We release that in Jesus' name. Mm. Amen. <laughs> Take a seat. Thank you. Hopefully that feels a little bit nice. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Second Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. <sighs> the enemy might try to give us the other stuff, let's be honest, but that's not what God's given us. <laughs> And, yeah, so, Lord, we just thank you for that power, that authority, and the soundness of mind. Yeah? You know, fear and anxiety, which the verse talks about. But it also, I was thinking about depression and frustration and anger are are part of the spirit of fear. Because, actually, when we are angry, when we are these different things, they, they create fear in other people. It's of the same spirit. And, you know, some of us feel more comfortable actually being angry and frustrated than, than actually feeling um, scared. They actually say often, fear and anger hide fear. It's, a, it's the behind one, yeah? Um, I know for me, I, I'm much more comfortable. It feels a little bit more vulnerable to be scared, yeah, to be that kind of stuff. But, you know, this is not meant to be for us. I, I know there's a lot of times in the Bible it says, that this is not for us. It says something like, swearing is not for us as believers. This is not for us. Fear and anger and depression and these things are not really meant to be for us. Not that we don't struggle with them, but they're not something God wants to give us. It's not from God. <laughs> it's a very different. Like, it's not that we're not in the world and we're not having to battle things that are in this world and the struggles. But God did not give you a spirit of fear. He did not give you a spirit of anger. <laughs> he did not give you depression. He did not give us any of those things. It's not that I haven't struggled with them, but they're not from him. He wants to help us with it, to give us power, authority, and soundness of mind. Some of that is instant miracle. Some of it is a journey. Some of it is learning how to step into it um, as we walk with God. And I feel like different seasons it's been easier, and other seasons I'm like, woo. What I thought I knew, oh, I'm trying to learn again, or I'm trying to stand on. Yeah? One of the things I love are Christians who are real. And um, they, they, you know, they're like, yeah, this is, I'm in it. Pray for me. I, I love people praying for me. I, I will receive a lot of prayer because I know life, we need it together. Hmm. One of the things that I love is that the anointing breaks heavy yokes. It's one of the reasons I love church so much that when we get into, we get to be in the anointing together. There's something that comes. I can't explain it half the time, but I just love it. I'm like Jesus. I need you to turn up and anoint me to give me something to anoint our church to give us hope afresh. You know, um, Matthew eleven twenty eight thirty. Sorry, I'm looking on the wrong side. It says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. (laughs) For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I love that verse, it's so comforting, it's so loving. You know, Jesus like, come to me. I know you're tired. (laughs) I know life has been big. I know things are messy. And if you come to me, I will give you a different yoke. The world puts a heavy yoke on us, but that's actually not who Jesus is. I always love the picture of Jesus' yoke being like his arm around our shoulder. That we're walking with him. You know, there's you know, a yoke does mean there's work to do. Like, you know, he did use that on purpose. (laughs) <laughs> you know, like, I think about life, you know, there's things to do, and, and it can be, like, hard work is not bad work. <laughs> but you know, it's not. We're called to do important things. We're called to carry responsibilities and weights, but we're not called to be under them. Doesn't mean there's not some work to shift the weight, <laughs> you know, cook off the dirt, But when the anointing comes or when Jesus is in that place and we're getting it a little bit better, it just, it lightens it. It makes the work different. I know there's seasons in my life I might be dealing with the same kind of situation and it was so much easier because of where I felt connected with Jesus. And then when I don't feel connected or I feel tired and overwhelmed, it's harder. Same situation, different me, I think. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and when, when it's me and Jesus and I feel like one of the things when I do prayer with people one of the things I want to see is where is their connection with Jesus do they feel like he's in it with them do they feel that because that will change everything your situation is big but if you know a big God is with you changes everything if you know he understands you and he's comforting and he's like we got this changes everything when you feel like, where is God? You know, like, He's over there and I'm alone. So much bigger, so much more overwhelming. Yeah? Know that he is with us, he's for us. He has resources, thank goodness, that are not from us. <laughs> you know, life can be hard and crazy at times, but God isn't. <laughs> he is stable and able. You know, and we can access these resources. There's a few people in the Bible that I love that, you know, were were great ringmasters. Um, Joseph is a good example. You know, um, he ended up in jail. Joseph in the Bible, you know, he did nothing wrong. (laughs) Good man, trying to make the thing. And, you know, he's in the jail and he is, you know, making good behavior. I can't believe that was a good situation, that he was happy about being there. You know, but eventually God turned it around as he was faithful and he wasn't acting like the monkeys, the other inmates. <laughs> yeah. He was literally in the jail, but he, he was actually the ringmaster and eventually he came second in Egypt as, in ruling and actually saved millions probably of people from starvation, from the famine. As he was in, the, in, in jail where he could have been a monkey with everybody else, he was different. Yeah. We've got somebody like Joshua, who was a second to Moses and then became ruling. You know, when they go through the wilderness for 40 years, there was a lot of monkey behavior. (laughs) Joshua did not participate. He did not go and build the golden calf. You know, (laughs) he actually would stay in the presence of the Lord. And so he eventually became the person who ruled and led Israel. Do you know, he's the only person that it says that everybody followed the law in his whole generation and for everybody that lived after him that knew him. Yeah. If you want to look in um, Joshua 24, 31, Israel served the Lord all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders who outlived Joshua and had and had known all the works that the Lord did for Israel. Amazing. Can you imagine? Like, if you've read the Bible, people don't behave very long, um, <laughs> especially um the, you know Israel as they were going. You read the judges, you read the kings. There's a lot of misbehavior, but this testimony for him, as he was a ringmaster in his life, and you, really there was only two that went into the land and actually held their account. Yeah, there's something about him. David. <laughs> David had so many different interesting things. I think about him running from Saul and hiding in caves, and he's got all he's got all these people who are. Misfits and rejects come out to live with him. And instead of becoming a monkey like them, he actually made them into mighty men and made them into the army. And, and he that's where he became the king that was going to rule. He became a ringmaster. Not that they didn't have so much going on. Not that there wasn't crazy situations. You know, I don't know what your situation is. I don't know what's going on for you. I'm sure for a fair amount of you, you're like, yes, life is a circus at times, <laughs> you know. My family, this situation or whatever, bunch of monkeys, <laughs> you know. And I'm not, trying to be, I'm not trying to be rude. It's the behavior. It's not the person. Yeah. We don't come, we don't, I, I would never go up to somebody and say, oh, you're a monkey, you know, like, please hear me right. Yeah. No permission to go say that to people. Okay, I did not say that about people. It's a behavior. The stuff that's happening that's not right, that shouldn't be happening. Yeah? The things that are breaking out. And so we we want to make sure that we are leaning into the presence of God. We're getting strengthened and we're applying the character that we're called to. We may not do it perfectly. And that's why this verse I I've pray, I pray quite a few times a day. There might be a different verse for you guys. And so, as I come to wrap up, I'm going to get us to pray a couple of verses like we did the other one. And, and I, I really encourage you just to declare them because they, they are life. The Word is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, it says, to cut away, to divide, to set us free. And that's why I love using Scripture because it is powerful <laughs> as we apply it, as we activate it it actually starts to do something in, in us. As we use the, the, the word of God that is a sword to defend ourselves, to also set ourselves free and to take our position, our authority, something shifts. And you know, some days you have to do it every day. <laughs> and some days it's nice and peaceful and that's what we do pray, that we, we continue to go to get into those places of peace and, and taking the stronghold. I know I have had seasons where it's like I have fought and then I see that season of reaping the harvest. And I believe for us as a church, that's something we're coming into. I believe we've been fighting (laughs) and we've been standing. But I do believe that the jubilee will come, you know, 100 years (laughs) as a church, jubilee season. Yeah. And so... We, we declare it before we see it. <laughs> we declare it before it comes because God is faithful. And so let's stand up and we're going to pray Ephesians 3.16. And so I'll read it and then I'll get you guys to quote it after me. Three, six, Ephesians 3.16, I pray from His glorious Unlimited resources. He will empower you with inner strength through His Spirit. Let's pray it again. I pray from His glorious unlimited resources. He will empower you with inner strength through His Spirit. Through His Spirit. Let's, I'm going to pray it like harder actually. I'm going to, we're, going to put, we're going to make it personal. We've prayed it corporately. <laughs> okay. And so we're going to change. I, so I pray, yes. I pray from His glorious from unlimited, His unlimited resources. Unlimited. He, will he will empower me with inner strength, with inner strength. through His Spirit. I pray (laughs) from His glorious, unlimited resources, He will empower me with inner strength from His Spirit. Jesus, I thank You. (laughs) We release that. We receive it. Lord, as we declare it, it will be established from Your glorious resources. We thank you that it's not from us, but it is from you. It is a free gift, Lord, that we don't have to earn, but we can receive. That we will be empowered with strength from on high. (laughs) That inner strength over our minds, our hearts, our wills. In Jesus' name, through your Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.